Shalom, everyone. This is Evangelist James and his beautiful wife, Evangelist Louise. Shalom, everyone. Good afternoon from Tallahassee, Florida. And we do pray everyone is doing well. All praise to the Most High, Ahaya, through Yeshaya. All praise to Ahaya. And we're going to be in Genesis chapter 4, reading through Genesis and discussion. And uh, so we're stuck. Well, first we're going to announce we do got a prayer, praise, testimony, and discussion line. And that number is 407 476 7163. And that number is available seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And you can call in and give your praise reports, prayer requests, testimonies, or you might have something you would like to discuss. And for those out there that are listening to us regular, please know that when we're not broadcasting, sometimes regular, that we're still praying for you. We still know that you are out there, and we are still praying. So we'll do another broadcast later on and um, bring you up to date on some of the calls that have came in over that line. We sure will. And also do a regular. We're going to start back. Uh, how you willing? Well, we're going to just say we're going to start back also doing regular broadcasts too and not just the Genesis. And But we've been busy. We've been moving here, there, and pray for us because uh, the outside tire's fixed on the passenger side of the rear tire, but now the inside tire on the passenger side rear tire of the motorhome is giving us problems so pray for favor that ahaya will put us and direct us to the right person to help us get the things fixed that we need to get fixed because yeah. we don't live in one place we travel all over the united states and so we very seldom know anyone in the place where we are sometimes. That's right. But uh, we're not far now from Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, we do have some um, family down that way that are believers of Ahaya. Yeah. And we hope to meet some of them if it's Ahaya's will. That's right. If it's Ahaya's will... For us to go there, we're right now, we're back in Tallahassee. And, so just a little uh, update before we start the read. And we're in Tallahassee, as my husband said there. And we're uh, in Tallahassee and... I'm going to anoint my wife. 
In Yeshua's mighty name. Well, anyways, we're going to start with the read, but the number is 407-476-7163, and the call will be played on the next broad, regular broadcast. If you call today, it will be played. Oh, and those... Um that number two is also text. You can text us if you would like to do that instead of call. Yeah, and we can uh, read what you said to bring it out to that way. You know, also. that helps other people uh, to be encouraged. We're here to encourage one another and lift up Ahaya and Yeshaya. Yeah. And that's what we're here for, is to lift up Ahaya and Yeshaya to everyone. Shine the light. And shine the light. Like that song, shine the light in, let the whole world see. Yes. And our Savior's Yeshaya. And the highest, the most high. And well, Genesis chapter 4. And Adam knew Eve, Chava, his wife. And she conceived and bare Cain. And said, I have gotten a man from Ahia. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So here you go, Adam and Eve, the first humans, and they have two sons, Cain and Abel. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto Ahia. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And Ahia had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And Ahiah said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? So you've got Cain and Abel, and they're bringing their offerings. Cain bringing the fruit of the ground. And... Uh, Abel bringing the uh, firstlings of the flock and the fat thereof. So uh, Ahia had respect for Abel's offering, but not Cain's. So we need to focus on this, okay? 
So when Cain found out that his offering had no respect, he was wrath and his countenance fell, you know. And uh, so Ahia, who everybody calls God, said unto Cain, Why art thou wrath and why is thy countenance fallen? Because hardly anybody would, you know, be wrath in those days and their countenances wasn't fallen except from when the sin happened and Adam and Eve repented. And so uh, if thou, and he, Ahia goes on and he says, if thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. So in other words, you're not to be wroth. That should go for anybody. And your countenance shouldn't fall. Because he's saying if you're doing well, wouldn't you be accepted? But if you do not well, then sin lies at the door. And uh, Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass, this is verse 8 of Genesis 4. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. So here's the first murder in history. Cain uh, rising up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And Ahia said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Really, we're supposed to be our brother's keepers and sister's keepers. Yes, we are. And, well, at that time when he had sin, though, he was like, am I my brother's? I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Well, we're supposed to be because if our brother's in need, aren't we supposed to help them? Mm-hmm. We can't just, if he's naked, we can't just say, here, hope you get some clothes on you, you know. If we got clothes they can wear, we're supposed to give it to them. Mm -hmm. And if they're hungry and thirsty, we're supposed to feed them and give them drink. So, you know, we can read in there and see where no one really did anything they were supposed to. That's right. Um, so, Eve ate that, gave it to her uh, husband. He ate. And then they blame each the other one, you know. Mm -hmm. We just read that last read. Yeah. And, uh, you know... They didn't listen. That's right. And many don't listen today. No, they don't. 
And, you know, that's like I was reading Deuteronomy earlier about the frontlets between the eyes and all. And that right there is enough to show you why that we need to be baptized in yeah. for the remission of sins and the sins of our forefathers. That's right. That's true. And uh, <clears throat> he said, okay, verse 10. And he said, what hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. People think they can get away with murder. But the people's blood cries out to Ahia. Right there shows that. What hast ye done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto Ahia, My punishment is greater than I can bear. That's something, you know. He done killed his brother. And so Ahia cursed the ground that he tills and from henceforth it will not do and he'll be living a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth and what does Cain say unto him my punishment is greater than I can bear mm -hmm. but he just killed his brother you know yeah. So was Adam and Eve the first ones to die or was Abel? Because mm -hmm. it said that you will die if you ate of that tree. Mm -hmm. You shall not eat of it, you know, neither shall ye touch it lest ye die. Well, they died spiritually that day when they, but now physically, you know. And so Abel was the first one to physically die, is what it seems here. And Cain said unto Ahiah, My punishment is greater than I can bear. But we know that Abel was saved because his uh, sacrifice was perfect. I mean, Ahiah accepted it. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day Verse 14, after 
Cain on 13 says, And Cain said unto Ahiah, My punishment is greater than I can bear. 14. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that every one that findeth me shall slay me. So it will come to pass that every one that findeth him will slay him, is what Cain is thinking. And the highest said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold and Ahia set a mark upon Cain lest any finding him should kill him and Cain went out from the presence of Ahia and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden okay so he's put a mark on Cain, you know, that vengeance would be taken on any seven times that slayeth Cain. Okay, here's where here's a kicker that's fixing to happen here in this next verse. And Cain knew his wife. And she conceived and bare Enoch, and he builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. Okay. Where's that? Um, what's the kicker, James? Well, what did it say here at the start? And Cain knew what? His wife. Mm -hmm. But we read about what Adam and Eve were supposed to be the first two humans, right? So that would have made him with his sister, right? Yeah. Which would have been... Uh, <clears throat> incest? Well, it could be that it was brother and sister, you know, to start out the process. But let's go to Genesis chapter 1. We'll start with <clears throat> verse 24. Going into the sixth day, okay? And Elohim said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And Elohim made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And Elohim saw that it was good. 
my lab based uh, animals that they try to change the DNA and stuff, you know, like with the mRNA and the uh, vaccines and stuff now. But uh, Allahim made everything after their kind. So a cattle with the cattle. A cow with the, you know, a bull with the cow, the uh, mm -hmm. two dogs, two cats, you know, such and such. And now, okay, Allahim saw that it was good, you know, uh, everything after their kind. And Allahim said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So Allahim created man in his own image. In the image of Allahim created he him, male and female created he them. So, okay, what are you getting at? Well, right here tells you the creation of man and woman. But Genesis 2 tells you about Adam and Eve. So, was there other humans made, but Adam and Eve were the chosen to take care of Eden, you know, to take care of the Garden of Eden, his special garden. Right. It's something where it doesn't mention anything about females getting born right through here. So it would make you, okay, how did these show up, these women show up? Well, well, could it be that there was other humans here besides just Adam and Eve? Because they were in Eden. Well, and then you've also got to look at that when um, Ahia caused the sleep to come upon Adam, and he took out a rib, and he made the woman from his rib. Yeah. So that's how the first woman got here, was Ahaya took when Adam was asleep, because he didn't want him to be alone, so he made a woman from his rib. Yeah. So, what do you, do you still? Well, still, you know, that's in Genesis 2 where he tells about Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. But Genesis 1, it tells you about, let us make man in our image and our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish. So, Allahim created man in his own image. In the image of Allahim created he him. Male and female created he them. You know. Mm -hmm. 
we know that Eve was from his rib. But then, if you go into what you would call Kabbal, the Kabbal, where they have, they talk about that there was a wife that Adam had before Eve named Lilith. There, you know. One day we may study some on Lilith and bring that into picture. We're not going to say whether, I mean, about a lot of the things that's in the scripture, so we're learning every day, you know. I mean, like what gets you here? Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch, and he built a city. So, either they had sisters too, and they weren't just mentioned, and one of the ladies went with them, you know, became his wife, or he went and found the lady. <laughs> from somebody else, you know. Mm -hmm. That was here too, so. That's a hard one to really. We have to study. Because we weren't there to, <laughs> to know exactly True. how he got that wife, so. All we know is he knew his wife. She conceived and bare Enoch, and he builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. And unto Enoch was born Irad, or Irad, and Irad begat Mahujil, and Mahujil begat Methusael, and Methusael begat Lamech. And Lamech took unto him two wives, the name of the one was Ida, and the name of the other, Zillah. And Ida bare Jabal, he was the father of such as dwell in tents, and of such as have cattle. And his brother's name was Jubal, he was the father of all such as handle the harp and organ. And Zillah, she also bare Tubal-Cain, an instructor of every artificer of brass and iron. And the sister of Tubal-Cain was Nehemiah. So the first woman you hear of being born is that sister of Tubal Cain, Nehemiah. Mm -hmm. And Lamech said unto his wives, Ida and Zillah, Hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech, hearken unto my speech, 
for I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech seventy and sevenfold. Think about this, I mean. So a guy named Lamech had two wives. That, I guess that was the father of polygamy. And this guy Lamech, he, uh, was the one that, I guess, slew Cain. If Cain shall be a Ben sevenfold, truly Lamech seventy and sevenfold. And Adam knew his wife again. So here comes Adam knowing Eve again. And she bare a son and called his name Seth. For Elohim said, She hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And to Seth, to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of Ahiah. So the men started calling back upon the name Ahiah after Enos was born, the son of Seth, who was the son of Adam and Eve, their third son. As it said, and to Seth, to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of Ahiah. And we're going to do Genesis 5, 2. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that Elohim created man, in the likeness of Elohim made he him. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years and begat a son in his own likeness, after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. So in the generation, the book of the generations of Adam, 
where Avahang created man in the likeness of Avahang. He called um, male and female, created he them and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. It doesn't mention Cain or Abel in Genesis 5 right here. It's saying, and Adam lived in 130 years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth for 800 years. And he begat sons and daughters. Okay, so that explains sons and daughters. That might have explained Cain with the sister, you know. They had to start somewhere. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. And Seth lived in 105 years and begat Enos. And Seth lived after he begat Enos 807 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. And Enos lived 90 years and begat Canaan. So they lived to be eight, nine hundred years, you know, old back then. Mm -hmm. And Enos lived after he begat Canaan 815 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enos were 905 years. And he died. And Canaan lived 70 years and begat Mahalalel. And Canaan lived after he begat Mahalalel. 840 years and begat sons and daughters and all the days of Canaan were 910 years and he died. And Mahalalel lived 60 and 5 years and begat Jared. And Mahalalel lived after he begat Jared 800 and five years, and he died. And Jared lived in 160 and two years, and he begat Enoch. And Jared lived after he begat Enoch 800 years, and begat sons and daughters. 
And all the days of Jared were 960 and two years, and he died. Wow, all these, you know, could you imagine living 900 and something years? Oh, a lot. <laughs> a lot of, well, we will be in eternity, you know, but it'd be like time stopped, wouldn't it? I've heard that we would be, what, like in the prime of our life? Maybe like 30 or 40 years old or something like that, or maybe in the 20s we'd look. Imagine that, y'all. Praise Ahaya, no matter what. And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with Allahim after he begat Methuselah three hundred years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years. And Enoch walked with Allahim, and he was not, for Allahim took him. Do what? He only lived 360-something years, 365 years, and all these others are living 900-and-something years. Well, uh, Allahim took him. Because they were friends. He did what Elohim said. So that's what we need to do, people. Enoch, they even got the book of Enoch. And I believe, and I know you believe too, that they ought to make that in the Canaan or canon, whatever they call it, you know, the when it's just as true as any other source of scripture. Right. I guess they don't like the thing where it talks about the giants, it talks about the different uh, angels and fallen angels and it talks about the sun, the moon, and the stars, and it points out towards like a flat earth. They don't want to, when they're going around wanting to let everybody know about the, uh, <clears throat> the ball earth and stuff, when if you read that, it points towards flat earth belief. And, uh, and Enoch walked with Elohim, and he was not, for Elohim took him. 
The only other one that was taken was Elijah. That won't be until we get to the first kings when it brings Elijah out. And Methuselah, verse 25, lived in 180 and seven years and begat the Mech. And Methuselah lived after he begat the Mech 780 and two years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah were 960 and nine years and he died. So think about this. Methuselah lived 969 years. That's the record of the longest of anyone that's lived. 969 years. And you want to know something, and I'm sure they do too. Let's go to Second Peter real quick. Chapter 3, verse 8. Okay. Nobody's ever lived a whole day in their life. They haven't. Scriptures points that out. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 8. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the higher as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Jesus so, says, don't be ignorant. That's right. Of this one thing. Don't be ignorant of this one thing. Why would he say that? And then we got to remember here, well, the Methuselah lived to be 969 years. Mm-hmm. But right there, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 8, 1,000 years is as one day. One day is as 1,000 years. So yep. according to Scripture, you haven't lived a day. So if you live to be a hundred years old, that's only a tenth of a day old. Fifty years would be a twentieth of a day. Mm-hmm. Verse 28, and the Mac lived in hundred eighty and two years and begat a son and he called his name Noah saying this same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands because of the ground which Ahia hath cursed 
inside of the Mac and the Mac lived after he begat Noah 590 and 5 years and begat sons and daughters and all the days of Lamech were 770 and 7 years and he died and Noah was 500 years old and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth. But according to a couple of other books, I think in uh, the book of uh, Jasher or Enoch, talks about Noah being white in color so bright that the mech was scared and went to Methuselah, his dad, about him, thinking he was uh, of the angels and wasn't like one of us, you know. Right. And... Uh, Methuselah said, no, he's, you know. And Noah was used about the flood. So we'll get into some more of that. Genesis, we'll get into Genesis 6 tomorrow because we've got about 14 minutes left. Right of this broadcast in Genesis 6, we're going to go in a little bit in detail in it because it tells you about the Nephilim and stuff in there before the flood. And anyways, uh, y'all have a blessed day today. In Yeshua's mighty name. And the next broadcast we'll do for these, we'll do Genesis 6, but we're planning on doing another broadcast in a little bit. Regular one. Praise Ahaya. And Shalom, everyone. Much love. Don't forget. Four zero seven four seven six seventy one sixty three. Praise, prayer, testimony, and discussion. Shalom.